0: Welcome back. Thank you for joining us. The Greater Buffalo Sports Hall of Fame inductee spotlight show presented by Dave and Adams and KeyBank. This segment with Jim Hanley is presented by Town Automotive. We love our town. Jim Hanley going into the uh, Hall of Fame in the class of 2022, a first for a fisherman, a fishing sportsman going into the Hall of Fame. Now, this is really cool because I I'm excited to have Jim on the show. Jim, first of all, congratulations. It's Howard. Good morning, sir. Nice to talk to you again.
1: Thank you, Howard. It's been a long time since we've been on the air together, but uh, I really appreciate it.
0: It's a great honor. Now, I, I read your resume, your bio, and I know why all the magnificent things that we're going to get to those, but ladies and gentlemen, if Jim Hanley's going in the hall, he only needed one thing. He helped me catch a fish and kiss a fish. <laughs> so look, if you do that, you are worthy of the Hall of Fame.
1: That's right. That's right. Well, you taught me a lot, too. You were you were great. I think what you were like Fifteen years old when we were on Empire together. You were a pretty young guy back then, but we had a great time. I learned so much. It was it was a real learning experience. You know, I was used to being out on the boat and shooting shows, and then we got behind the camera together, and uh, it was great.
0: I swear, I thought you were making me that that kiss a fish thing. I thought you were making that up just to bust my chops.
1: Oh no, no, we we do that to everybody. You know, we just try to <laughs> it, it, you know just try to get them to. Enjoy the atmosphere and savor it all.
0: Well, it worked. So you, you know, we were just talking to Greg Merkel, who gets to make that great phone call. You get the call. You hear you're going into the Greater Buffalo Sports Hall of Fame. What was your initial reaction?
1: Well, I was cutting the grass or something, and uh, he said, hey, Hanley, and I go, yeah, he goes, this is Greg, and I go, oh, uh, Greg, I, I don't think I know, oh, yeah, it's from the Hall of Fame, I'm like, oh, wow, <laughs> you know, it, it, it was it was put in a, a few years ago, Bob Rich is the one who inducted me, Bubba, as we so uh, affectionately call him, and um, he, uh, he put me in a long time ago because we were doing the uh, Cystic Fibrosis Bass Eye Tournament, raising money mm-hmm. for Cystic Fibrosis. And Bubba was, um, that's what we affectionately call Mr. Robert E. Rich. We call him Bubba when you're a fishing guy. And uh, he put it in there, and uh, finally got, we got called. I was i was really, I loved it. It was great. You know, it was just a great honor. Going in with Ryan Miller, I mean, yep. hey, what the
0: heck, you know. <laughs> well, when you, when you had a chance to maybe, when you finished cutting the grass, and you had a chance to sit down and reflect on the honor, is there a person or are there any people in your life that will come to mind and maybe that you're going to want to bring up, you know, come acceptance speech time
1: ah, uh, yeah so many so many you know a guy named course who helped us out with the uh beginning of putting the show on the air you know we, we started out on uh public access tv with the tv show and then we moved to empire the outdoor channel and by the time we were you know near the end of the run we were available in 22 million homes across the country so it was really amazing and that empire really boosted it a guy named Charlie Reed, who took me under his wing in 1983 when uh, I was fishing the Bassmaster tournaments, and I was one of the only Yankees who fished those tournaments. And as part of my speech, I I said, I I fished with guys whose accents were so thick. Their draws were so thick, you could barely understand them. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, we just kind of hit it off, and he became kind of my fishing daddy. But, you know, my wife were putting up for, you know with all the years of doing this and kids and Sam, I mean, it's just a, a ton of people. I, I put the thank yous down, and it's just it, it's a it, it, it's an endless list. It really is.
0: You're the first sport fisherman to go into this Hall of Fame. Um, is that somewhat of a, a validation, or does that carry some extra meaning for you? For the people who compete in the sport?
1: Yes, absolutely. You know, it, it wasn't considered a sport for a long time, but. You know, I can prove it. I've had three surgeries in my right (laughs) arm from casting 2,000 times a day over, uh, you know, a million years of doing it. Uh, You know, what's happening now is when I first started on the Bassmaster Tournament Trail in 1978, you know, you'd win, you know, $10,000 in a boat, you know, and and maybe the whole package was worth $20,000 at the time. Well, you know, top top guys in my sport right now are making equal to what NHL guys are making They're making a couple of million bucks a year, you know, through endorsements and winning tournaments and whatnot, maybe even more. Uh, you know, it's, uh, it, it's, it's really, really gained. And, uh, you know, just some of the stuff, you know, more people fish than play golf and tennis combined. Uh, you know, it's a uh, nationwide, it's a, uh, you know, a couple hundred billion dollar industry. The great Lake of Lake Erie alone is $7 billion economic right. impact. So, uh, you know, it, it's it's something that everybody can do. You don't have to be on the you know power of, you know wearing your arm out so bad you need surgeries. But you know, going with your you know your kids down to the pond and having a great time, and you know it's just one of those things. Uh, a, a memory that I put into my speech too is that, uh, you know, I remember my dad putting his arms around me and helping me reel in a fish when I was a little kid. And, uh, just before he died a couple of months, I had him about the boat and I had to help him because he was so weak and it, you know, those things come around and it just really makes you emotional. So, uh, it, it's just a, it, it's true honor.
0: You mentioned your dad. I was curious, um, who got you into fishing and at what point did you go from that to, I want to do this competitively?
1: Oh, you know, I, I got my first write-up, believe it or not, the Courier Express hmm. in 1958. Wow. I caught a, uh, a about a four-pound smallmouth, and that was when Lake Erie was considered a dead lake. And uh, I I compared it to, like, a pirate opening a... Uh, his treasure chest, i looking at all the gold in there. Uh, that's how I used to look at my dad's tackle box when he would open it. I'd be like, oh, look at those lures. Uh, <laughs> I remember my mom buying me a Daredevil lure, and everybody knows what a Daredevil is, the red and white lure. And she bought it for me, and and she reminded me the next day that she came in and I had it on the pillow when I was falling asleep because I was dreaming about the fish I was going to catch, and she had to move it so I didn't roll over and stick a hook in my eye while I was sleeping. But, uh, yeah, it's just uh, those memories. And then, you know, I'm a competitive person anyway, so when I heard it was going to be 1977, Bray Scott, who started the Bassmaster yeah. Tournament, Rick Claude and all the big names, came to Kleinhans Music Hall. And I went to listen to him talk, and they said, hey, uh, we're going to have a tournament in the Thousand Islands. And that wasn't too far away. So I thought, geez, I'm the, I'm the greatest thing in the world in New York State. I'm going to go up there and show these guys how to catch fish in New York. I think out of a field of Hundred fifty, I probably came in hundred thirtieth. So, <laughs> really got it handed to me. And I said, "Wait a minute, there's more to this competitive stuff than, than just going out and you know throwing a, a worm on the end of a hook." And uh, so I competed and started winning money in the eighties, and you know made a great career out of it. I've been doing it forty-four years
0: professionally. So, really neat. What you, when you uh, when you look at the area, and you would know this obviously very well, whether it's Lake Erie, Lake Ontario, the area's waters. I wanted to ask you how they're thought of because. You know, from time to time over the years, Jim, a, a free agent will sign here. Right? I want to say it's more Bills players, but every now and then an athlete will come here, and they'll you know, and they'll say something about how you know I love to fish, and I heard this is a really great area for fishing. How do the area waters stack up? Because I'm sure you've traveled and seen a lot of places across the country where you've had a chance to do some fishing.
1: Oh yeah, well it's definitely considered. Uh, you know, they they just had it ranked at Bassmaster. I think it was like fifth or seventh best fishery in the country and thousand islands was behind yeah. us but now thousand Islands of picked up and they're almost considered number one because it's a smaller area and the fish are just you know getting huge the in the uh influx of uh zebra mussels we feared we're going to destroy the lake has actually made the fish bigger and fatter and one of my customers tied the state record a few years ago and you know just uh, it, it, just incredible the um the 10 years that I was a sport fishing coordinator for Erie County, you know, I kind of went out and told people about, you know, what a great area it was, plus the TV show, too, what Nationwide. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, people started going, really, is there really something about that lake? And, uh, you know, we have customers now. We're booked a year ahead of time on, you know, uh, fishing for, for, you know, bass and uh, walleye ahead of time. Uh, so it's just, it's it's incredible. And, you know, it's, it's definitely... Uh, you know, one, I always tell the people that if they want to fish a 50-mile radius around Buffalo, New York, is the best freshwater fishing in the United States because we not only have Lake Erie and the Upper Niagara River, but we also have Lower Niagara River, Lake Ontario, and you can catch, you know, 20, 30 different species of fish on any day.
0: We're with Jim Hanley. You know, you mentioned your TV show. So on the TV show, you'd get celebrities to show up and, you know, and fish with you. Do you have a most memorable or favorite guest or guests from all those shows that come to mind
1: oh boy so many so many uh, you know dan bilesman the Sabers coach mm-hmm. uh, you know we did a special with him with uh, rob ray uh, i had jordan jordan poilers so i've had so many of the buffalo bills the uh you know the super bowl teams i had those out i got one story that kind of uh, really stands out. Jerry Ostrowski, number sixty, mm-hmm. was one of the biggest human beings I've ever been around <laughs> other than House Ballard, both of them physically And Jerry was like a oh, little boy. He but but he was, he was his butt and his hands. Those are two things that stuck out with <laughs> He was just a giant man, but he was like a little kid. So one day we're talking to one of my sponsors, a sponsor called Gambler, and uh they said, Hey do you think any of your Buffalo Bills guys would endorse your product? And I thought, oh, what, let me ask Jerry. So I go to Jerry and I go, hey, Zero Strosky, would you be interested in, in promoting for Gambler? He goes, yeah, yeah. I go, how much do you want? He goes, I don't want any money. I just want lures. And I went, what? He goes, yeah, just have him send me boxes of lures. I love new lures. So I said, oh, hey, sure. I, I call him. I go, whatever he wants. So he we went out to the stadium. I forget if it was Rich or Ralph or whatever it was at the time. And I wrote him a script, and here's Jerry standing with the stadium behind him. He goes, hi, I'm Jerry Ostrowski, number 60 of the Buffalo Bills, and I use Gambler Bang products. They're the best products you can use for fishing. And I want you to use Gambler Bang because if you don't, I'm going to trip and fall on you. <laughs> <laughs> and, and people loved it. You know, just the characters. Don Beebe I fished with mm-hmm. a bunch of times, you know, Razor, uh, uh, I, I just I, I'm at a loss because there was so many they just flooded into my mind. House Ballard, House Ballard was just the most gentle, kind human being I've ever been around. Loved fishing and just you know it was just amazing. It was a great career. All
0: right, so here's the really important question. All right, you've been fishing since you were a little kid. Do yep. you have? I mean, this is one of those things where you know guys always tell and the 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 fish was this big and it gets bigger and bigger and bigger. Whatever. Do you have a greatest fish clot? story
1: um i got a couple we had um we had a group it was uh five years ago no 2017 so yeah just five years ago and uh there a group the, the Quinseys who are from um rochester and every year they fish on the same day we came along uh and it was it's always the day before memorial day and we were out. It was one of those days, and we were just kind of catching a few here and there. And all of a sudden, the big fish turned on. And it was the day that we caught, and anybody's listening to know smallmouth, we caught an 8-4, a seven-eight, five 5 5-over-6, and 11-over-5 that day. Nothing smaller. They were only big fish. And it was just mind-blowing because at the time, the state record was 8-4, so we tied it. And uh, it was just one of those days that it's like, you know, winning the Indianapolis 500 mm-hmm. or, you know, whatever it might be, a Super Bowl. It was just one of those days that sticks in my mind, and it was just incredible. It's such nice people to enjoy it with,
0: too. Jim, before we let you go, uh, get us up to speed. Uh, over the time, you mentioned, so you, you started doing this 30, 40, whatever, 40 years ago. Yep. Over time, how has the industry changed, and what's the state of the industry now as opposed to when you first got in it?
1: Well, you know, I would probably say the, the, you know, the technology, the social media, YouTube, all those things, uh, electronics, they've changed so dramatically. When we first started out, you know, we had flashers that told you how deep it was and it was basically all there is. Now they have forward-facing sonar Hmm. that actually you can spot the fish ahead of you and cast right to them and watch your lure drop in front of them. What fun is that? That kills
0: all the excitement.
1: Uh, I know. Yeah. Well, you know, when you're comp- you're compet- competing for a tournament and it's yeah. paying three or four hundred thousand dollars, you use everything to your advantage. All right. Uh, it's something that's so funny is that tournament there was a cheating going on. Last week and that thing gained so much. It was on Good Morning America. Wow. It was on Tucker Carlson. I just saw this morning on College Today. Somebody had a sign up behind it. It was unbelievable. Huh. So social media really has changed things a lot. Yeah. little secrets that you didn't think anybody knew about are now, you know, public knowledge. So you know, everybody's on a pretty much of an even playing field.
0: I hope you go old school. Please don't tell me that you use super technology to know where the fish are. You go old school, you go gut instinct things
1: um uh, uh, sometimes. <laughs> i rely on the memory a lot of people keep a diary but yeah. i got a pretty good memory a certain day certain water temperature all those things that pay attention but yeah right. uh, you, you know you you just have to you know it's it's something you love so much that you you know you just do it every day
0: sure well i feel like there was always you know there you'd always hear stories of someone who know the the hot spot like don't tell anybody, but this is where this is the best spot to be. And you guys already know these little secret locations that you just don't tell anybody or shit. Now you don't have, you can't even do that anymore.
1: Well, you know what? We used to have those secret spots, but now the, the technology, the map companies right. put all the little tiny spots on the map, and you go there, you go. Nobody knows where this place is, and there's a boat mm. on it. Oh,
0: my yeah. God. Oh, well. Well, hey, congratulations. This is great. Uh, very happy Thanks, for sorry. you. It's a wonderful honor, and, uh, boy, uh, enjoy the whole process and the induction ceremony and the dinner and everything.
1: I'm looking forward to it so much, and, hey, it was great talking
0: to you and reminiscing about stuff. I appreciate it. Nice to talk to you again, Jim. You take care.